Welcome to the Beacon Broadcast from Beacon Baptist Church in Burlington, North Carolina, featuring expositional Bible teaching by Pastor Greg Barkman. If you'd like to correspond with the Beacon Broadcast, or if you wish to support this radio ministry, write to The Beacon Broadcast, Post Office Box 159, Alamance, North Carolina, 27201, or find us on the web at beaconbaptist.com beaconbaptist.com The Beacon Broadcast is supported in part by the gifts of faithful listeners. Now with today's message from God's Word, here is Greg Barkman. The Apostle Paul gives every manifestation of being a very organized man He had a lot of qualities, which are very admirable. And he apparently was a man who made lists. And those of you who are list makers understand the beauty of that, the attraction of that. And I confess that I am one of them. Today I made a list of six things that I hoped to accomplish throughout the day. And I haven't checked them yet to see how many of the six I have been able to accomplish, but I know I have have done several. The list is still sitting on my desk for me to check in a little while. But at any rate, Paul was a list maker. And as we come to 2 Corinthians chapter 6, we find three lists of nine items each, back to back. So he was really ticking off the list on this particular occasion. And the first list, as you recall is a list of the hardships which he endured as a minister of Jesus Christ. He knew what it meant to face obstacles and to suffer, and he lists those for us in 2 Corinthians chapter 6. He tells us that he was in tribulation, in needs, in in distresses, rather, in stripes, in imprisonments, in tumults, in labors, in sleeplessness, in fastings. And then he goes on to a second list, the one we're working on now, which is a list of spiritual qualities, spiritual graces, spiritual attributes that will help us to conquer the difficulties that we have in our lives and to lead fruitful lives of service for the Lord Jesus Christ. And those nine are at least the ones we have covered, are purity and knowledge, long-suffering and kindness, the Holy Spirit, sincere love, and the word of truth. And there are two to go, which we will get to on the broadcast today and no doubt go a little bit beyond that. So thank you for joining me on this Monday, February 13. And we could not do it Without your financial help, if some of you didn't help us, we could not continue teaching God's Word on this station. And so continuing into his second list, Paul tells us, what are the qualities we need in order to successfully serve the Lord? And here they are, verse 6, by purity, by knowledge, by long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Spirit, by sincere love, by the Word of Truth, 
by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left. The word of truth is the one that we left off with on Friday, and that is the word which is truth. What is that? The Bible. Jesus said so in John chapter 17 in his high priestly prayer when he said to the Father, sanctify them, your people, my disciples, sanctify them in your truth. Your word is truth. So what is the sanctifying instrument in the lives of God's people? It is the Word of God. Now, obviously, it must be coupled with the power of the Holy Spirit, who indwells every believer, but it takes the Spirit of God, applying the Word of God, but the part that we can give attention to is the Word of God. Thy Word is truth, and so get that Word into your life, and that will be a sanctifying power. I started to say influence, but it's really stronger than that. It will be a sanctifying power within you. And Paul believed that, and that's why he was a preacher of the Bible. He preached truth, because it is the word of truth, the message of truth, the proclamation of truth, which we need to overcome the obstacles and difficulties in our way as we try to serve the Lord. And furthermore, we need to speak the truth to ourselves and others in our various circumstances of life. Have you ever heard anybody make reference to speaking truth to themselves? You say, well, that sounds kind of crazy, people talking to themselves. Well, we need to do that. We need to do that. It's not crazy. You don't necessarily need to do it out loud, but you need to do it. We could say it in another way, so it doesn't sound quite so spooky, I suppose, and that would be to, we need to think about truth, we need to remind ourselves of truth, but I find it helpful to uh, articulate truth to myself. It's almost like I sit myself down in a chair, and then I face myself in that chair and say, now, Greg, here's what you need to remember. Here's what you need to do. Here's the Word of God that applies to this situation. We need that. And, of course, a great deal of what takes place in prayer, when prayer gives us the guidance and direction we need, is praying that the Holy Spirit will take the truth which we have been exposed to and make it live within us. This is, I'm convinced, the element that some people confuse with God speaking to them in prayer, as if prayer is some kind of a two-way form of communication with God. No, the, the, two, the two-way communication is as follows. God speaks to me in his word. I speak to God in prayer. But Why we think that sometimes God speaks to us in prayer is because in prayers we're appealing to God for help, for understanding, for wisdom. He takes the word in which he has spoken to us previously, and he makes it more understandable, more clear, and perhaps as much as anything applicable to the particular trial that we are facing at the moment. Sometimes those circumstances which are difficult cause us to forget how to apply 
God's truth to this situation. So we go to God in prayer. We ask for help, for guidance, for wisdom. I'm facing this God. What should I do? And the Holy Spirit brings truth to bear. He may bring specific texts to our mind, or he may just simply make the truth that the Bible teaches, maybe in several different places, but he can summarize it, as it were, and bring it together and show us this is how the truth of God applies to this situation. And we feel like God has just spoken to us. Suddenly, we know the answer, and we know that it came from God. And it wasn't because in prayer, I speak to God and God speaks to me in the same way. I speak to God by by using words. God speaks to me by reminding me of the word, by clarifying the word, by applying the word. And so, in one sense, yes, God is speaking to me, but he's speaking to me through his word. God speaks to us through his word. We speak to him in prayer, but it is prayer that often is the vehicle by which God makes the word that he speaks to us clear, plain, relevant, applicable, powerful in our lives. And so we've come now to this, where are we, seventh attribute of the elements that we need to be successful, and it is the word of truth. Now, what's the next one? The power of God. To start at the beginning of the list again, by purity, by knowledge, by long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Spirit, by sincere love, by the word of truth, by the power of God. Well, surely none of us are going to object to that. If we're going to be successful, if we're going to overcome obstacles, if we're going to be fruitful in our Christian life, we, go, we are going to have to have the power of God operating in our lives. We can't do it by ourselves. What did Jesus tell his disciples? Without me, you can do how much? Nothing. But with the power of God, we can do Great things. With the power of God, we can do impossible things, which are illustrated for us in various ways by Christ when he said, if you have the faith of a grain of mustard seed, you could say to that mountain over there, be removed and cast into the sea, and it would be done for you. Obviously not a literal matter, although if there were a particular situation where that's what is required, I'm not saying that God couldn't do that, but I'm confident that he can. He can move mountains. But it's a metaphor. It's a it's figurative language, and we use it that way. We talk about God moving mountains. We talk about mountains in our lives be, being being obstacles that need to be removed or need to be climbed, need to be overcome. We need to to cross those mountains and so forth. We use that kind of language because the Bible uses that kind of language. And what this is telling us is that the power of God is available to overcome any and every obstacle to accomplish whatever God has called upon us to do. When we're called upon to do things that are difficult, we are prone to say, well, I can't do that. I can't 
talk to someone about the Lord. I can't talk to them about their need of Christ. I, I can't do that. And whatever else it may be, that's just one that comes to mind. But we have all kinds of things that we know that God wants us to do, but we act as if he expects us to do it in our own power, and we look within ourselves and we say, I can't do that. Of course you can't. That's what Jesus said. Without me, you can do nothing. You said it. You were right. You can't do that, meaning you can't do that, but God can do that through you. God intends to do that through you. Whatever God commands us to do, he gives us the power to do. But we've got to have that power. And when whatever we accomplish is done by the power of God, then whatever results from that is attributed to God, and whatever praise and honor and glory is rendered because of what has been done, the, the glory all goes to God. And that's why God did that. He told us that earlier. Paul told us that earlier in this very epistle that God puts his treasure in earthen vessels that the glory may go to him. That it might be seen that it was his power at work, not us. So, God calls upon you to do something, and you say, I can't do that. Of course not. But God calls upon you to do something, and you should say, I need God's power to do that. I can't do it without your power, and so, therefore, O Lord, I look to you for the power that is required for me to accomplish this, and guess what? That's in the list of things that Paul says God will give to us to accomplish his purposes. Purity, knowledge, long-suffering, kindness, the Holy Spirit, sincere love, the word of truth, the power of God. That's available to every child of God. So let's take up the power of God and accomplish what God has called upon us to do. Until tomorrow. May God give you his eternal peace. Good day.